Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in this world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready because we are ready to roll another session of Casual Quest Masters. We are a D&D 5th edition live play adventure. Representing the team is Nickel Chody Mella. Hi, I play Vol Nightwalker Val Nagoni and uh, he is ready to fight? Question mark? I, I, I realize that your uh, introduction is pretty much like a, a, a single emote Facebook update. Is Bull is not amused. Pretty pretty much. It's just right now we last thing we did was deal with the pirate. Anyways, okay. Down with the We're sickness. Brandon Thresher. Ah, the water is boat. Uh no, I'm Magdor Bandiron, and he would have said bye, except you guys left already. Yours truly, Tyler Vitito is Knox, the changeling ready to start a restaurant riot. Until he met a true blue pirate. And last but certainly not least is our all-powerful dungeon master, Glenn Houston. I am awake. And hopefully not playing the new season of Team Fight Tactics. No phone. Glenn. Looking straight at the camera. I mean... Lots of direct <laughs> eye contact. Do you know how many times Brandon has stared straight at me, but he's writing a novel on the computer? You write novels, Brandon? Not anymore. It was a figure of speech. I've never heard that figure of speech before. Look at that guy. He's writing a novel over there. Staring at when me, but I can tell he's writing a novel in his brain. <laughs> Either way, I'm super stoked because I think somebody already has a, uh, a recap prepped for us, right? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I think I'm snapping. I think this is where I realized the the elasticity of my rubber band has uh, finally just snapped. <laughs> so I'm interested to see how far Knox just turns the staff on themselves and just says, "I cast fireball at whatever level I can at everything until I go." <laughs> until I just... don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we probably should roll a d20 to see who. Uh... Because to do the recap, uh, now I'm I'm looking at it. It looks like you two already rolled, and uh, odds are looking pretty good. So survey says, <laughs> oh no, did you roll a one? Oh no, we're about to have okay. a solid showdown. Uh, Brendan, what did you roll? I got a three, so I'm safe. Safe as shit. <laughs> what did you roll? I'm barely legal at eighteen. I also rolled an 18, so oh, I guess shoot. in this situation, roll yeah, we roll Brandon again. Gets Can you immunity. guys do best of three rock, paper, scissors? I think we should have a dance contest. So wait, Why whoever are we wins? Why building up new rules on this? Is this the first time we've <laughs> ever tied? It's fifth edition. It's yes. my table. Rule zero. <laughs> <laughs> what I've, what I've uh, been doing uh, with my campaign is if anybody ties, I just make them roll again. Like the right, two people who tied it are the highest. Pretty, oh, yeah. Roll <laughs> again. Roll again. Some Sorry. rules and everything. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll. Okay. I mean, what? Rule zero. Go yeah. Do you, what do you want to do? Dance off? What did you say? If I like rolling again. 
Oh, I just roll for initiative. <laughs> Play a match of other. TFT, see who wins. <laughs> All right, I'll I, be in I, it I, too. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rolled an eight, and and I rolled a fifteen. So mm. it's Nick. Means that I will be doing the recap. <clears throat> All right, I can support you. Previously on Casual Master Quest, uh, Magdor decides to sleep the rest of the way to Mirabar as the adventure continues on the slow-ass dwarven boat. Nox decides they're hungry and decides to call in an orbital nuclear strike to secure some fish. It doesn't work. Wolven fishing and he grew a little closer with his adorable little pseudo-dragon he has called Twilight. They reach Mirabar and go looking for a place to stay before they make the perilous journey into the spine. They find a literal rat nest inn with some really creepy guy. They don't stay there. They find a garage sale type pawn shop that doubles as an inn run by a fancy human with a southern accent and an earth genasi. Nox threatens the earth genasi for god knows what. Wolf finds a knife belonging to his clan. Wolf and Nox go looking for food while Magdor sleeps. They find the Faerunian version of a pirate version of Red Lobster and have a great feast. As they're leaving, a pirate shows up. So, Red Lobster to you, huh? Some reason I was thinking like a a Danny's or something like that. Something you know, maybe not as classic. Well, no, it was Red Lobster. There was plenty of seafood. Okay, yes, I agree with you. I'm sticking was, with it. I'm locked in. It was only seafood, as far as I can remember, because they had to get that shit flown in from Neverwinter. Mm-hmm. You would think, being severely landlocked, that their prime import would not be entirely seafood in these medieval magical times. Why are you so but... hung up that they don't have sausage in this town? I've never mentioned that I need a sausage-only thing. I'm just surprised. I swear, are, are the they last doing well? time we played, you were just like, there's no sausage? No type of sausage? And I was just I like, no. Nope. You're asking me as the player or the character. No, this is you. You, you were asking me okay. as a player. I don't give was... a shit about sausage. In fact, I hate the <laughs> fact that my character ate so much sausage that they had the role play as a pregnant person. <laughs> character as Knox <laughs> loves the shit out of it. Okay. But I'm okay with that distinction. All that to me sounds like you may, maybe may not have liked your choices. I, But as the character, I think they were the best choices. So, they were. Know, who I cares? Choices. It's what my character would do. Oh, that was a nice <laughs> yeah, so you, I haven't liked <sighs> you wake up on the ship, Magdor. On the uh, ship? Oh, no, he's in the end. Oh, oh. Oh, they put you in the end? He, you role played him going and taking oh, a ne- right. like sleepy. I forgot. Yeah. I role played you a little bit. Yeah. So you wake up and in the inn, and uh, what do you do? <clears throat> it's evening time. You can see. You can hear the crickets chirping. Where am I? I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna there. Jump up and like you? burst out. Did of you just the door. say that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> You're just, in an inn. I don't know that. It looks I'm like gonna... an inn. Bust out the door. You it's know a that. Run downstairs. You've been illusioned into hell. You run downstairs and you see a person at the front desk. It looks like an Earth Genasi, and they say hello. Where am I? You came in with your friends earlier. They said you were sleepy, so they put you upstairs. All right. I'm gonna look around. They headed off to uh, this place called the uh, I forget what it's called. Glenn is bad. Oh Pirates my God. and purses. Pirates and purses. They headed off to Pirates and Purses, a wonderful seafood restaurant. Seafood Denny's. Sounds like an inspiration point to me. Um, and, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I was gonna give one, but now that I'm being asked to... 
Um, I am dead. <laughs> I, I'm going to uh, metagame just a little bit and look around the uh, room that I'm in. Oh, super trinkety. Magdor's going to stare. What are those? Oh, just various bits and bobs that my husband and I have found throughout our, our archaeological digs and dales magic. and caverns deep. Some of I them. forgot this place is like a cracker toys? barrel. Or... I mean, some of them, probably. I'm going to instantly start Honestly, detecting magic. Honestly, we just magic. get it. And... I'm Great. just going to uh, ignore them. It, Brenda just spends the entire sale. session so, rolling for everything. So this is where you're going to roll what, Glenn? D twenty for me. Seventeen. Okay. Now you're gonna roll a D ten and then a D one hundred while I go get the DMG because it has the table in it. So once for the D ten oh. roll so, I got. Uh, so I think what's going on here is Glenn gave us the rummage sale uh roll off on the last episode but now he's giving the random treasure uh chart for brandon why do i feel like that uh like is this a sunday sale for brandon we just kind of got like the uh no this would be like a friday garage sale for brandon where everything's fresh on the table there's good treasure to be looted picked and all that stuff but meg or sorry bull and Knox just got like a little bit of uh yeah this is the leftover stuff you want this used baby uh well, seat that's uh actually two years expired 20 bucks Bull got the knife what did you get i forgot uh that's a very good question i got i got a knife and i got uh, uh well, the, 10 the arrows. walloping arrows yeah, so I'm happy. Like I, I, it's. Ah, I got a candle. The deep. Oh, that's right, right. Because I water. may or may not have also used that as a chance to get more coffee. So thank you for asking to look at that. <laughs> more chalky milk. Absolutely. More coffee milk, indeed. Yahoo! So, All right. So what was your D10, and then what was your D100 roll? My D10 was a four. My D100 was a thirty-eight. Wonderful. Okay. Is the Earth uh, Genasi per prepping to uh, close the virus? Uh, sorry, not the virus, the hotel? Uh, they don't close till a little later because they stay open at least to just like let, you know, late night travelers come in. It'll probably be about midnight before they actually shut down. But you guys have a key to the upstairs so you can go How around outside. Are yeah, how many people can this hotel hold, uh, hypothetically? Because we don't want to get in cluster groups due to the trying times right now. I think it's only like 10 total. There's like five yeah. or six rooms. Uh, what? So what was your second roll? 38? Yes. Wonderful. Uh, you walking around see a, like a couple different things that kind of ping on your magical radar. But one very specific uh, thing that you see uh, that kind of stands out. Magdor's bouncing. Is a, a set of boots that look like they're made of like a greenish leather. Uh, I'm gonna pick them up. How much for these boots? Mm, Two hundred gold pieces. Oh, never mind. I'm going to the tavern. I mean, they're lovely boots of elven kind, so they'll be there if you want them. All right, I'll let him know. Hector's gonna dejectedly fall stupid cloak. I didn't even need a cloak. <laughs> and then he's gonna walk out to towards the tavern. He's gonna like stop, turn around. Uh, where's the tavern? 
just to your right, down three blocks. All right, and then he's going to walk and head on to the Red Lobster. <laughs> Iron Purses. See, as you walk in, your friends are at the register. I think, if I remember correctly, I, one of you Nox wanted a hat. Making, yep, Nox bought a hat, but then Captain Spice, Captain Old Spice, Old Captain Spice, <laughs> had a solid eye contact from the like other end of the restaurant yeah. for whatever reason, and He's like an ominous sting started playing in the background. Mm -hmm. Has an old yellow uh, made-up eye just kind of staring at me in the dark. I'm like. Arr. So you see a pirate staring at them from across the room, but... Well, did I forget the tip? I don't even know if we paid. Can I get some ale, please? Magdor! M M Magdor! You're alive! I mean, <laughs> well... I feel like it's been days since I've last drank. I need something. Feels like it's been weeks since I saw you. you you've been out of it. What's so that? I guess we're uh, sitting back down for a little bit then. What's that? That magical? What's what? I'm pointing to the hat on Nox's head. Oh. Uh, uh... I don't know. Does it look magical? I'm gonna kind of look up... Uh, we're about the same height. Or no, you're Mary right now, aren't you? Yes. Oh, we're not then. So I'm gonna look uh, up... No. Oh, no, it is. Oh. Yes. You have I mean, detect magic still who said on. That? Oh, you still have detect I, I magic on. Person that. Oh, wow. Uh, man, this is a good detect magic. Getting my money's worth out of it. No, this is uh, mine. Oh, no, no, here. Magdors. I'm gonna look up at it. Oh, okay. From, from earlier, from nine minutes ago. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. I'm gonna look up at it like. Yeah, it is. Can I tell what school it's from? Uh, yeah, enchantment. That thing's enchanted. Enchanted. Like, enchanted. Okay, Magdor, you, Magdor, you sound like you need a, you need some ale. <laughs> or you've had too much. Are, are you sure you haven't ordered been drinking, Magdor? <laughs> I just have a mug in my hand. As soon as I walked in, I just grabbed someone's <laughs> off the table and started drinking. That's, yeah. Character and, uh, sheet checks out. The guy behind the counter is like, "Yeah, it'll uh, it'll make it so that you can talk to pirates a little easier, sailors, folk of the sea." Oh, that's, I see. That's an interesting enchantment. Yeah, you just wear it and it works. Ooh, ooh, okay. Can I can can I try? Yeah, I mean, there's only one person of the sea here, and when you look back to where the pirate was. He's gone. <gasps> he's like, and it looks like he's back in his office, and he usually doesn't let people in there, so. <clears throat> All right, well, um. Avast ye! <laughs> Who's Avast? Just turns to rest. Um. Oh, you're not wearing a hat. Maybe you wouldn't understand. It, it's it's a pirate thing. Hey, Vol. Oh, okay. Where are we? Hector. Uh, Mirabar. Remember we got on the dwarven boat and then we ended up here, but then you went, you got attacked by the water thing, and and then so you just decided to rest most of the way. 
Nope, it's all blurry to me. Blocked out. But you do well, know, you you know Mirabar. You've been here before. I, yeah, I just don't remember how we got here. Oh, okay, got it. Well, okay. I think Magdor's three sheets to the wind. All right, M Magdor, you remember how to get back to the to the inn, right? I. All right, I'm gonna go rest. You get something to eat, and then we'll leave in the morning. And we're not gonna take a boat this time for your sake, because I'd like all of us to be willing, like, be ready to fight. So we're just gonna take, we're gonna travel by foot. <laughs> no scuttlebutt like this. Be, we're gonna have be so ready much for, <laughs> be Are ready you for trying to be Mr. Krabs there, boy? <laughs> SpongeBob! <laughs> Was that loud? I'm sorry. I... You'll never steal my Krabby Patty formula. During this time, I'm eating and drinking. I'm just smashing food. It's been days. Um, and he's like, dude, can you, like, not eat the, the stuff from other people's plates? If you want food, you can. I can see you. No, I'm good, thanks. I'm full. Well, can you feed him, you lion lover? Okay. And I'm going to fall point, down. after hearing <laughs> watching all of that, Wolf would have gone. Michael yeah, Scott at the I'm sushi bar. He's like, hat. it's sharing. <laughs> I think I'm fine. Uh, so as we're walking back, then I'm going to turn to Nox. Uh, can I borrow 150 gold? Mm -hmm. No pray, no pay, my friend. If we can't sink a deal, then we don't get the gold. But if you'd like to run a rig with me, <laughs> perhaps we can play a trick on these fellow mateys here and see what we, we can do. I want you to make an intelligence check. Before I hurt Magdor? myself? Sure. Magdor? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> because obviously I think we all underst understood that pirate speak, but it may be tough for Magdor to really grasp exactly what he said. I don't think Tyler exactly understood what he, what he was saying. <laughs> I got a 12. That's an intelligence oh, yeah, saving you, you throw. You know basically what he said. So I'm going to look at him and say, Tell me it's the same thing. Are you, are you saying I should steal? I before we uh, take too many chances and we'll land on maybe dance the hempen jig, the rope. What? Why would we steal if we uh, could just buy it? It doesn't seem like something we should do if we want to get the booty. No, that's not right. Um, oh my God! How much? How much gold do you need, Macdor? Need a hundred and fifty for these boots of Elven Cond. All right, here, take. Please, just just take the gold. <laughs> Alright, so we get I guess we well, make we it back. Be giving this man quarter. Bold's gonna start like power walking now. I got the moment he says that in a part <laughs> voice. I gotta keep track of how much I owe people, so I owe owe Vol <laughs> hundred fifty. How much do I owe Jira? Ah, he's old salt. Oh I don't like, know. I, like twelve hundred I think it was. Or that something much? like that. Oh. oh, that's right. You bought that cloak, right? Yeah. Twelve hundred. And like, right. I, I think you gave her a down payment too. Oh, was it twelve hundred for the whole thing, or? Yeah, I think it was twelve hundred total. All right, and I gave her Maybe... five hundred. I had six hundred. Now I have sixty-one. Oh, okay. Cool. So you owe her seven hundred. With a Broke. five percent interest per day. Oh. <laughs> 
Sorry, that picked up. There's no interest. That's a high interest. Okay, come on. Okay, let's be reasonable here. We've got the Rona running around. Interest rates should be frozen for the next two weeks at least. There's rumors that Trump's about to send out helicopter money soon. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. So, cool. You owe 500, 700, uh, and you owe him 150. I'm going to walk into the bar and just hold up a bag of gold and says, I'll buy the boots and drop the gold. I could have been talked down, but sure, I'll take 200. Wait a second. Stay right there. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Donald. Ragnar's gonna I tell you what. Think about you look it. a little confused, so let's just do it for 180. And they pull 20 pieces of gold out and put them in front of you and take the rest of the bag and say, the boots are yours along with the li- little extra coin. I'm gonna sit Don't down. be afraid to haggle next time. I usually ask for more than I want, and that's that's a secret that most vendors will tr- use on you. They don't usually want the price they ask for. But I was told I can't lie anymore. It doesn't. It's not a lie to ask me if you could get it for cheaper. Oh. All right. Well, I'm gonna sit down on the floor and just start taking off my old dingy boots that have been through a lot. And just kind of leave them there and put on the new boots. Okay. Uh, Where's Docs at this point? Just uh, if you just could, mix- do you want those boots anymore, Magnor? My, my, are you asking me as a DM or as a? No, this is me as okay. um, as Mud. Uh, no. Then just put them back where the uh your old boots back where the boots of Elvenkind were. We'll say that twenty gold was paying you for your boots. Sometimes homeless folk come in and they need shoes, so or other things, and so we'll just give them things. Um, and a pair of older kind of boots, well worn, might be something useful for someone. Even you don't need them anymore; someone else might. Hector's gonna look back to the party, uh, very confused. Uh, all right, flop the boots down, and what? I hope they serve you well. I'm gonna look. All right, what now? Knox is like doing like a bit of a jig, just trying to like get into the feelings because uh, they know, like they understand something they didn't before, and they're trying to try it out in full force. It probably looked like <laughs> shocker since we're gonna make SpongeBob uh, references. Probably looks like SpongeBob and Squidward right now with uh, Vol and Knox, just like, you know some uh, Skippy Doodah. And <laughs> how is Vol reacting to that? Vol's not paying any attention to you. <clears throat> Which makes sense. I, I respect that. Squidward, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, on the way, he was just trying to get back, get some rest, because he's eaten now, finally, like, a proper full meal. And then now it's kind of like... Oh! Uh, how was the restaurant, gentlemen? It was good. His food was, it was very great. good. great! Awesome. Uh... My husband came across something of interest, and we don't have time to look into it. Um, and you said you were headed into the mountains, right? Into the spine? <laughs> Do you smell that full? I smell a side quest. But, but we yes, we were, we were headed up into the spine. Well, if you'd be willing to take a look at it, I don't know what how urgent your business is, but this isn't. So it could be done at your discretion. We just don't have time these next few 10 days to go in and take a look at it. And we'd like to 
you know, get on that before somebody else does. So, what are we what are we talking about here? Rumors of something of interest. We don't really know what yet. Sometimes the information we get is pretty nondescript, but hopeful. Sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's something. Sometimes it's something in between. Um, but I could give you the information in the morning if, uh, if that's okay. Sure. As long as you can to take point a look us in a direction. Uh, if you're looking back, for probably. there is an item that it would be seeking out if you bring that item back then you would receive pay but also anything else that is found is yours so um, I'll let you know the details in the morning if you're open to it All right. we're gonna loot a dragon <laughs> horde hopefully hopefully wait what oh <laughs> uh, I I want to make it very clear that Nox is pointing the staff away from her <laughs> or them, them. <laughs> uh, as him uh, as far as possible, <laughs> like opposite direction. Might accidentally be pointing it at the uh, the guy at the front door, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, Vol's just gonna head up to his room a bit before he does that. He's gonna look at the party and say, uh, "Be ready to leave in the morning." Okay, good night. <laughs> yeah, Nox just stares blankly, a little bit of drool just like from the mouth. Uh, they're being overwhelmed with uh, that that fucking hat. And Magdor's looking around all the trinkets. He's got an extra 20 gold now, so he's just going to look around and then head up and go to bed. Got an extra 20 of Vold's gold? Is that, got an is extra that what 20 I'm gold right now. Oh, he's got an extra 20 gold. I see. Okay. He spent all your gold. <laughs> Slide a hand check. How how convenient. And I guess I'm gonna follow Magdor up, and I go, uh, Ma Magdor, could you do me a small favor? Why? Could you say th the word Heidi like seven or eight times, maybe in like a musical fashion? Should I? I once met a lass so fine She was drunk on barley wine I'd been to sea for months or three I knew I could make her mine I'm going to bed You just hear both snickering oh, you up in the, you guys up are in the bedroom. You guys are wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, Tyler can't sing, so I was not going to do anything good out of that. I just wanted to try my first shanty. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will continue to practice my uh, dodging for, you know, 15 minutes, ah! and then I guess I would... I, I yeah. love that that's your nightly routine now. <laughs> Hey, maybe one day I'll be so good at it, I'll get expertise in acrobatics. But, you know, one year. Someday. But, if you want yeah, to, you can start making acrobatics uh, an acrobatics check every night. And then start making marks on your paper every time you get above a 15. I'd be, 
I would be down for that, solely for the reason of if I goof up on my acrobatics check, you can hear dodge. Ow, fuck! <laughs> okay, so make an um, acrobatics check. Oh. A 19. Great. First night was a success of, like, actively, like, trying to make this a better skill. Like, instead of, like, doing the full uh, horizontal leap to the side and crashing into the wood and getting splinters, uh, Nox, by themselves, like, starts to do, like, weird side steps to the side, almost like uh, a pirate trying to dodge to the side of a, a lunging sword. And it almost looks professional for the first time. And they go, oh, I could do that instead of leaping and going prone every time. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so since... And make one mark for your acrobatics training. Sure. Uh, since Magdor had slept for a while, uh, he's going to be mm -hmm. up for a little bit. Uh, he's going to take a look at his arm and realize he hasn't really done much with it lately. He's going to sit down and pray for a little bit and uh, get to work on his arm. He, he has an idea for a way to remove his hand because he had talked to, I think it was Vol earlier, about a way to remove his hand and shove his battle axe and have a slot for his battle axe to just sit. Mm -hmm. And so uh, with, with the God's blessing, he's going to do blessing of the forge and uh, attempt to create that, that can hold a battle axe in, in the arm with no. Okay. Um, part of the, part of what is going to have to be done with that is the fact that your arm and the haft of the axe will have to be crafted. So, in order to get that done, you can absolutely do it, but it'll take a day for the arm and a day for each weapon that you want to do. I can so cast Channel Divinity two times per rest. Oh, great. Yeah, so you can do both of them. You can do a weapon Ooh, and your arm. Leveled up. Uh, but just remember, every time you have your thing, uh, you can do the Blessing of the Forge on an item or two per rest. And just make sure you mark that that item is available to be able to do that. And it can slot right in all right i'm going to do it obviously to my arm and then i'm going to do it to beauty wonder beautiful sorry beautiful i don't want to i don't want to mess with the dwarven thrower oh yeah the dwarven thrower may not be able to be modified for that purpose yeah, so and i would imagine I would you could slide that. it in and then just like line it up and shoot it out <laughs> punch. one day <laughs> With an ethereal chain on it, turned into like a dwarven oh Kratos. Oh I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> One day. Or like uh, Silas. Ooh, sorry. Anyway, cool. Yeah, you do that. Uh, Vol, is there anything you wanted to be doing during your light activity during your long rest? Um. Yeah, I wanted to to bond with my my dragon. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what dragon. did I have you roll last time to do the animal handling? Yeah, either that or yes. nature. I think it was animal handling though. Yeah. That feels right. So go ahead and make an animal handling check. 25. Oh, yeah. Super bonding going on. He falls asleep doing the equivalent of dragon purring on, uh, not, not on your lap, curl around your neck as you're, like, sitting up, like, you know, scratching his head and he pops up on your shoulder and then wraps around and his head just rests right on your collarbone and he just falls asleep there. Um... This is akin to, for Vol, like a situation where you're sitting down and a cat sits on your lap and you're stuck there forever for all eternity. And this <laughs> is fine. <laughs> and this is fine. Uh, this is, this is rule. Yeah. Uh, that was why you were so there. 
The one uh, time Bull could ever be late to meeting up would be... <laughs> couldn't move. I, 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 yeah, my pseudo dragon was on my left, and you know everybody nods understandably. Yep, we Got understand. It. Yep. Volt's gonna as gently as possible maneuver uh, the dragon onto his chest as Volt goes to lie down to sleep, and then. Sweet. Oh yeah. Uh, make a sleight of hand check with advantage. All right, right here. Twenty-two. Great. Yeah, you move him. And he doesn't. He doesn't open his eyes even a little bit. Doesn't even like stir. Just. Expertly, just like move him to your chest and then crash. All right, you guys sleep calmly through the night. You can hear the winter winds of the mountains, of the spine of the world to the north blowing outside the windows, rattling them every once in a while. And uh, you eventually wake up, uh, and it is the early morning sun is just beginning to peek over the horizon. Dawn of the final day. You hear Magdor screaming, Ah! Oh, and I'm going to burst out of my room. Oh. Oh. How do you guys respond to screaming, Magdor? <laughs> <laughs> you just... Ah. It starts like a chain howling between dogs. Ah. Dodge! God damn it, Twilight, it's okay. Yeah, Twilight oh. hops up and, like, and like poises, ah. their self, poises himself at the door, like, ready to attack whatever is screaming outside. I'm just going to uh. stand here. <laughs> He's just um, screaming in the hallway now. And <laughs> both of the innkeepers, as well as two other very confused looking tenants, run into the hallway and see you standing there screaming like With a child just asking for attention. Waving an arm that has an axe attached to it. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, one of those days. My hand, my hand turned into an axe. And, uh, the, uh, you remember, because it was Mud and Gavin, Garvin, sorry, Garvin, and Garvin has a rapier out, and he says, all right, son, you need to calm yourself down. It looks like it can come off. What is wrong with you and your party? Everything. Uh, and I'm going to grab Are my axe. Are you Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. See, and then twist it and just pull it out. Then why did you wake everybody up with your screaming? I was trying to wake them up. Then knock on their door like a normal dwarf. And he puts his rapier away and then just walks down the stairs. And I'm going to take out my and hand from my pouch of holding and knock on it with my metal hand. Out on their door. Whose door are you knocking on? A bull's. Because. Okay. Because you're still screaming in your room. <laughs> I think oh, once I heard like actual voices, I would pipe down, or Knox would pipe down real quick because, uh, you know, they're naked and they're bad and they're changeling form, and obviously, uh, going from like, oh hello to, <laughs> I close my hand so it like knocks rather than rapping. Said be ready in the morning. I didn't say for people. Damn it, these people. And I'm gonna pick up um, Twilight. And uh, I'm assuming the room has a window. Uh huh. Open the window, and I'm gonna look at Twilight and be like, alright, go find some food. And yeah. we'll be here. <laughs> you know where to find us. Flies <laughs> out. Uh, huh. Hang on, Magdor, I'm coming. And then Volt's gonna. 
You didn't have to scream would, and wake everybody up. Not my hand though. Nox would stop screaming, waking everybody up too. Uh, they would like open their eyes finally and just kind of like stretch, but then see Craven, this giant steel laden uh, raven, like hanging over the bedpost, looking down at them. And Wait, how long you just does hear he stay go, a raven? Uh, Until he dismisses him it. as an action. With the. Uh, with the. Uh, no, figurine of wondrous power? No, 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 no. This was. Uh, remember, he used his find a familiar spell to resummon his crow oh, as a raven. That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. Right. Cool. I have the. My bad. So, crows have evolved. Uh, you know. That's right. We don't know what the final bam, form bam, is yet, bam, or if bam, I need a stone. Bam, 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 bam. Uh, so, anyway. And so. I open my eyes and I see a steel raven stooping down at me. Nox has a fear of ravens. Do you just hear? Ah! It just falls out of bed and collapses. What's he yelling oh. about now? I don't know. I was yelling, so he raven. was yelling. Raven, why, why were you stooped over me, staring down at like a, me like a gargoyle? <laughs> oh, that's fair. Well, thank you for keeping an eye on me. Oh, two of them, even. Hmm, mm, yes, uh, the weather is going to be nice today. Low pressure, though. I'm a little bit worried about uh, weather change. Uh, and it goes up to the window, flies over, and, like, pecks on it a little bit. And then looks back at you. Oh, yeah, you need to go pony. Um, yeah. No, uh, and it just it just flaps its wings as if it wants to fly. Ah. <laughs> uh, I, you want to fly away. You just want to fly away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Nox opens the window, lets them fly if they want to. And it to. flies up to you and floats up in front of you real fast. Mm -hmm. Usually that means you need to like give it a place to land. I will uh, sheepishly extend an arm for it to land on my... Uh, Mind you, I'm still completely naked, so I'm a little bit hesitant to let a raven with its talons land on me, but eh, I let it try. It lands. It doesn't squeeze too hard. And it puts its head towards yours and, like, boops you. And then just stays there. And then gives you a resounding caw and then flies out the window. You and I, we are one. It... Well, have and you left I your... will... Oh, sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. I was just... <laughs> uh, at this point, we're still standing at the doorway, and I'm going to look at you and say, all right, let me get ready, and then we'll start heading out. Look, 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 look. And I'm going to start knocking on uh, Nox's door with my hand, metal hand, in my other hand. I'm more screaming, great, and Volt's going to close his door despite Magdor telling him no, to look. No, wait, wait, wait. And he's going to knock on both doors, go back and forth. <laughs> he's, he's proud. He wants to show like, you his work. Uh, I keep hearing, like, louder and softer knocks for some reason. Like, <laughs> somebody's running down the hallway with a stick, banging against, like, each door but or something. you can't hear the but... footsteps because of the boots of Elvenkind. <laughs> it's just knocks. <laughs> so, Knox just kind of, like, freezes up a little bit while they dress up, and he goes... If you continue to knock on my door, I'll kick your ass. Let me again. dress. I knocked again as he was right in the middle of him saying it. God <laughs> damn it, Magdoru. I know it's you. Look, look. It's Oof. definitely a metal knock. 
Look! Knock, knock, uh, knock, knock. It's gonna take a minute for me to dress up. <laughs> I just keep hearing the. Magdor's just gonna sit yep. down in between both their rooms. You just both <laughs> let him continue to knock? Yes. Bull. Bulldog's All right. gonna be uh, like dressing. Eventually, Magdor, you're running back and forth Go for uh, 30 or 45 seconds in, and you hear from the side, you say, you hear, hey, dwarf. And you see, you see Garvin standing there. And he doesn't have his weapon out, but he looks real done with your shit. And he says, you need to stop right now, or you're not getting the quest that we all want to give you. <laughs> you're waking up the other people. They're ringing my bell down there, and it is just after sunrise. I was going to wake up, make some breakfast, enjoy my morning, do some reading. Now... I'm waking up in a huff because I got a dwarf banging on things and crying in the middle of the hallways. Are you going to calm down? This is the guy from the front, right? Yeah, this is All one right. of the owners, yeah. Who are you? My name's Garvin. I do remember you were a little incapacitated when we first met, so I understand that you don't remember me super well. Are you going to calm down? Will you do me one favor? Depends. Will you do me one favor? I. Shut up. Now, what did you need? As long as you're quiet, I'm willing to do you a favor, friend. Magdor's gonna pantomime, hit, point at him, point at the door, and make a knocking motion. Ah, so the only reason this is taking so long and being so loud for so long is because your friends aren't answering the door, and you're trying to be polite. Sorry, I misunderstood. And he walks up, <laughs> knocks on the door, and on Vol's door, and says, "Uh, it's Garvin. May at I that come point, in?" <laughs> at that point, Vol's gonna open, fully dressed, like I was just getting ready. I told him I was getting ready. Ah. Okay. Well, here's the deal. When y'all are ready, we're obviously awake now. As he looks down <laughs> at the door, uh, and just come downstairs on your way out, and we'll let you know about this uh, thing we'd like you to check out. Okay? While, while they get ready, I'll come down with you now. Okay. Details. Honestly, I'd like to put on some actual clothes, because he's wearing just, like, a nightgown. <laughs> so if, if you give Volt. me a few minutes, uh, then <laughs> I'll be, I'll be down there in, in his a couple eyes. minutes. Volt's got <laughs> some also his... have trinkets on it? Uh, <laughs> no. It's pretty plain. Wow. Um, How Volt's also got some sleep in his eyes when he says he's gonna look down like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, you see this, and then Vol kind of like generally motioning towards Magdor is kind of like, this is by uh, Rooster. Ah, well, he uh, seems pretty inverted. effective at his job. So, uh, I'm sorry. It's fine. I'll see you all downstairs in a few minutes. I'm going to whisper to Volt, can, can I talk now? Let's let's go outside and Vol's gonna lead the way down because Vol wants to go and sit on like the porch where we first met him, kind mm -hmm. of, and just like kind of <sighs> breathe in the morning air. <sighs> and I have all my stuff with me too, like as Vol's checked out essentially. And Knox, uh, at this point too, when they started to head downstairs, you would have become readily and available. You would have finished dressing, so you can follow them down if you'd like. Okay. Uh, then yeah, Knox would. As soon as they're ready and they're all packed up, they would be skipping down the stairs. Uh, 
notably the pirate hat is put away in the the pouch of holding. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you all make your way downstairs together. Step out onto the porch. Uh, as, as soon as we get onto the porch, we we'll guys, 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 look. And I'm going to take my hand and shove it into the stub and twist. And it's attached and I can now watch. And take it off and grab beautiful from my sheath and shove it in and twist it and wave it around. Wow, Mahektor, you can do the thing. Could he do that before? Uh, no, I, he couldn't. I had a makeshift one after I broke my hand. Ah, okay. Um, Nox is like, nice, Magdor, you're you're versatile now. Uh, where's your infinity gauntlet? Your, your hand. It's right here. I've got it in my pouch of holding. Can you control that thing while it's detached or no? It's all mechanical. And I say that proudly as if that answers your question. <laughs> <laughs> but he's holding okay. the hand and he, and you see the finger point that he's holding. Wait, is it magical? And you realize in that moment that you yeah, you can oh, control shit. the hand. You don't know how far away you can be, but you you can move. You're holding it and you're like it's all mechanical. <laughs> you're holding it and that hand goes like this. And then as you realize it realize that you're holding <laughs> the hand but it's able to move you don't know Magdor's what the gonna range is, it to your forehead Magdor's gonna throw weapon. the hand Ugh. okay Wait. you throw it it lands about I don't know let me see 15 feet away in the dirt and, and then like, it's like as you surprise don't toss it, your it hand. opens up and then relaxes uh and as soon as like he throws it he realizes wait, this is magical, and then he runs to it to go pick it back up, and you see him just playing around with it. <laughs> God, guys, look what I made. I don't know as how. As long as... Here's the mechanics for it, buddy. As long as you're within 30 feet of it, you can control it. So, the like, same Adam's family him. style, you can run it around on the ground as if it's fingers or legs sort of thing. I'm going to... <clears throat> Because I haven't seen Craven yet. I'm going to say, oh, it, it's like my own corrosive. And I'm going to put him on my shoulder, put the hand on my shoulder and just have it rest there, kind of gripping. <laughs> you know? Uh, can I? God. No, no, you go ahead. DM, you look great today. Uh, can I try something stupid? Always. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to try to, uh, I'm not going to use meta magic for it. But I'm gonna try to discreetly uh, cast message to Magdor, and just go, Master Magdor, I am Samuel, your hand. I serve you. Okay, so go ahead and make a stealth check to try and avoid Magdor seeing. He's pretty distracted, okay, so you have advantage because he's uh, distracted by. I have a plus three in stealth, mind you. Uh, I'm not good at stealth, but I do. I did uh, roll a total 19. Uh, what's your passive perception, Magdor? 13. Probably not a 19. Yeah, no, you definitely did without him noticing. So you hear what sounds like your hand whispering, like a whisper shout in your ear. When you look, see it and hear it and look around, it doesn't look like either of your friends have heard it. They're not reacting to your hand talking at all. I, I had to think about how Magdor would react to this. I saw the 
wheels turning. <laughs> Magda's gonna make go. a wisdom saving throw. It's or no, like, an, yeah, make a wisdom saving or an intelligence saving throw. It's oh, like I gotta say algebra, but it's oh, you it's think like you one made plus one you think three. it's sentient. This is a sentient magical hand. So I'm gonna get real close Samuel. to him. I'm gonna be, guys, it's alive. What's alive? My hand is talking to me. Don't be silly. But you know what? I don't think I've ever met a dwarf with three hands before. Three. This is incredible. Uh, yeah, you've got one hand there pointing at your... Uh, Vold's pointing at your actual hand. You've got another one there that's an axe, and then you've got one on your shoulder. That's pretty incredible. Oh, yeah, the axe hand. I forgot. Uh, I'm going to try again to cast message, and... <laughs> yeah. Just say, you got to hand it to him. He's doing good. <coughs> okay, self-check against, against, against his passive perception. So every time you try to do this message thing, if Magdor can feasibly see you, right. then you're going to have to and make a stealth check. But <laughs> I also feel like Vol with his observant feet should see the bullshit through almost immediately. Oh, but unless if I'm you like roll lower than stealthy. his passive, yeah, you'll, he'll start to see it. But a 19, I think, is still higher, right? Than your no, passive. minus 21. Oh, you absolutely know that he cast that spell. Vol knows. <laughs> okay, and he's good, not going to say good. anything. Okay. He's going Do along with have... it for once. You're going along with the hijinks? Yeah, he's still super distracted by his new hand and his oh, new shit. alive hand. <laughs> Good, because I rolled a six, which would have been awful, but with advantage, I have an 18. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, so once again, Vol, you see him say something else. You're not, you're not sure what he's saying, but he's using the message spell, which is probably I can why read he lips and is alive. With, because observant. Well, but if he does stealth, like, you oh, may that's not... True. You, that's true. You know yeah. he's casting the spell, but what he's saying, because it only is conveyed to the person being whispered. I'm like Peter Pan <laughs> at that Skull Rock trying to trick Smee that I'm Captain Hook right now. But so I'm like hiding behind Bull, just kind of like sticking eyes around his uh, arm or something, and just trying to cast message at uh, Magdor here, uh, just to see if I can convince him that Samuel the Hand is a real thing. I, Magdor is going to be like, I, I guess I'm the only one who can hear him, and I'm gonna kind of tap him and be like, Yeah, yeah, th they're doing all right. All right, Magdor. Um... I guess, uh, I guess Morden favors you more than you expected. Maybe it was the Traveler's Blessing. No, it, it was Morden. Or the Traveler. What sure. do you think, Han? Sure. <laughs> Does the hand respond, Nox? <laughs> The hand appears to be uh, deep in thought. It doesn't seem to respond for whatever reason. <laughs> Wonderful. Going, and at that so, moment, too, okay. you hear a voice from behind you on the porch as you've now moved out into the streets a little bit when you went to go pick up the hand. And uh, he says, all right, boys, we're ready for you. Come on in. As we're walking in, I'm going to look to them and say, oh, the hand said it was Morden. We're going to walk in. <laughs> As as we're walking in, Vol's gonna whistle to see if uh, Twilight will return. Because I assume at this point it's been about 10-15 minutes. Uh, how long do you wait? Um, I'll wait about a minute. Uh, like so, everybody else will kind of go in and inside, and I'll just wait about a minute to see if he comes back. 
it, it seems like uh, Twilight hears you and returns. Um, still has a piece of a dead fish in their hand. Or in oh, okay. like one of their claws. Um, and well, uh, is obviously going to finish eating that, but, you know, on your shoulder. What's that? Okay. Uh, Vol's okay with that. Uh, it's my, uh, my dragon. Dragon beat Magdor. This is Twilight. And you very vaguely remember blurry visions of some sort of tiny dragon before you, like, really hit the deck on your ride up. That, that's the thing that was on the boat right before I left. Yeah. This little guy was just hopping around. He was a little hungry. Now, we've all now he's got, following. Now we've all got shoulder pets. Oh, yeah. And my hand's gonna kind of get up and wave. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go see uh, what this quest is, and then we'll uh, head off. Get ready for the cold, guys. And then Volt's gonna get in. <clears throat> and I'm gonna follow. I bundle up my yeti cloak. Nox needs to warm up because uh, the cold is very intimidating for them. All right, uh, let's uh, let's hear about this uh, this little mission. Um. Well, here's the deal. There's a. Uh... There's a cave up in the spine that uh, we've heard. There's some sort of uh, uh, what's the best way to call it? I don't know, a fluctuation. Okay. As if uh, things been going on in there for things that go in there tend to kind of not <laughs> not come, come out. out. Yeah. Um, we're not exactly sure what that means, um, or how it works, or what's going on, but of course there's always the chance. Like, draconic burps or anything like that, or? Sorry, I don't follow. Uh, well, maybe the dragon's been eating them? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, these people aren't getting close to where we know the dragon lives. Um, it's far away from that, actually. So, unless there's a new dragon in the area and it's taken up residence in this small cave, because as far as I know, I've been by there a few times, and it's it's not a large cave system. Dragons, even if they were young, probably wouldn't take up residence here. It's small, you know. Right. It's a weird place. Uh, we don't think it's giants. We don't think we it. It's in a weird enough place that we can't figure out exactly what's going on. Um. But obviously, I got to stick around here. I got several orders of different items coming in. Um, we're actually going to do some reorganizing here, some spring cleaning, if you will. Um, and I was hoping to send a crew up in lieu of me and good old mud. So, would you be interested? Obviously, I know you have pressing matters in the spine, but um, they could check. It could, this could be checked out anytime. Um. Vol's gonna look, not gonna say anything, just look at Magdor and Nox first. It's technically an open contract, so I mean, if we don't do it, no hard feelings just because of the circumstances, but right. if it's something. But if somebody gets can... to it before you, that's the only thing, you know? That would be the you only. Know, I can't guarantee that it won't be looted out before, by the time you're able to get to it. Oh, I can yeah, just yeah. give you yeah. the possible, I know the general location, and I can give you some directions to where to go but you know uh, let me ask uh friend the friend uh 
When's the last time you've seen worthy adventurers come to your establishment? Like us, perchance. I, I... I'd say once a month or so, a decent group of travelers come through that I can see. Um, really knows their things. They, you know, they could kick a few bad guys' tails if they really wanted to. Um, some adventurers okay. like myself and my husband tend to just prefer the quiet life, you know, after, you know, 10, 20 years running around the world. So, um, yeah, maybe once a month. And I think sure, y'all are that group this month, so that's why I figured I'd offer this up to you. That's, that's that time of the month. I think uh, we got some time before we, we have to worry about somebody more capable than us, but that still you know, leads the urgency, if you will. Especially mm -hmm. if people are going in there and not coming out. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, well I mean, to be fair, they're avoiding it now. It's it's wide known that people aren't going in that area unless they're looking for whatever's going on there, so hopefully random folks won't get caught up in it anymore. Well, I mean, that would make sense. Cows don't go to certain part of pastures if cows keep missing to the coyotes, so... Sure. We can, uh, we can take a look at it on our way back. <clears throat> Are there gonna Wonderful. be toys? <laughs> I couldn't tell you rightly, yes or no. I hope so. I'm sure there's gonna be toys there, Magdor. Alright, I'm don't in. Don't worry, Magdor. Honestly, also... <laughs> like, uh, three. Three toys. I, I won't lie. Um, because I'm going to make sure I'm as honest as possible about this thing. Uh, I've seen something like this before, and I'm worried that it may be that again. But, so I'll be honest with y'all, because I, I like you, and I want you to come back alive. So It's a vampire. I don't think so. It feels like... Like... A space-time flux. Um, well, have a good day. Uh, uh, like, here's that starts walking away. Upon oh, hearing that, that <laughs> yeah, world's gonna be time confused. and space may function differently in a space. Like, I love for example, youth. you walk in a space, you go through a threshold walking into this space, and if it's part of that flux, time itself may be sped up or slowed down. I'd, I'd, I'd like to roll um, intelligence to see if Vol's following any of this. What is your intelligence? Fat zero. Fat zero? Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll. Uh, I rolled a natural one, and so you see Vol just like, uh-huh, yeah. So, the cool thing about that is, <laughs> is sometimes those are put in place by people that want to protect stuff. Right. Downside is that you walk into that space, you may, you know age 30 years and then come back and no time has passed in the real world you know of course um, as as time but does the troves can yes. be vast so you might be able to find some as you said toys to play with you know um can't promise anything but i have to be translucent about this whole thing all right i'm down cool. thank you <laughs> i'm shouting from the doorway <sighs> sure uh just point us in the general direction and we'll try and take a look at it all right. He pulls out a map, and it has a it has like a circle on a space that you would recognize based on the scale is probably about a ten mile area that you'll have to search. And he says, "Look for a cave that's pro I think it's up on top of a hill. Like, like there's a lower 
like in the because it's in the mountains of course there's a little bit of valley and then you go up and you'll be able to see a cave it's probably about 10 by 20 um it's pretty wide uh sorry i guess 20 by 10 then <laughs> um and um it it looks kind of like a mouth because on the top there's two things that look like a little bit like canines on the opening to the cave so that's not foreboding at all all right thank you i don't think so Thanks. just okay y'all be safe <laughs> we'll be back soon enough it's good to Bye. meet you if we don't see you for a while and then um Vol's gonna leave and as he's leaving as he passes uh i'm like hmm sounds like we could just walk in and take whatever we want space time <laughs> what was he talking about i have no idea uh uh Vol, with that that kind of logic, if I annoy you and you tell me to grow up and just kick me into this temporal time rift, I might actually literally grow up, and uh, I'm not ready for that. I'm already dealing with puberty. I don't want to deal with colonoscopies and all that other weird shit. Uh, guys, did you hear though? They've got toys. Yeah, but they've got toys. I sp- space time is not a real thing. Can't be. Like, there's just magic, and then you just kill people. It's either or. All right, let's go. Ox has a, a plus one in intelligence, so they're not that much smarter than uh, Vol or Magdor, but, like, they have enough sense to know that this is something they should flat out fear, uh, like, You naturally. understand the arcane, right? You're trained in arcana. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it makes really sense. dangerous, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, arcana-wise, Nox might know more than Vol uh, <laughs> rolling a one on intelligence. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm, can I try something silly? Uh, I'm just gonna kind of like, always, <laughs> I'm gonna put like uh, a hand on Vol's shoulder and I'm gonna look at him and go, uh, it doesn't seem like you understand. And I'm just gonna say the words time flux and I'm gonna try to cast a spell cause fear on him just, uh, just for a second to see if, uh, I can instill like some kind of natural understanding that this may be a bad idea to run straight in. Okay. Uh, what does he have to save against uh, for that? I think it's wisdom. <laughs> wisdom. What is his wisdom saving I throw? I believe your, your second best stat, so this might be more comical than anything in any direction. Unless he so. realizes that you cast the spell. Well, I cast spells at him all the time. What's the Although, spell save? Uh, well, just let's see what... The, it's a DC of 15. Did you roll a 1 again? <laughs> no, no. No, no. I rolled a 10. Total? And uh, Yes. So you I are may, now uh, afraid of him. You awaken the sense of mortality in one creature you see within range. Yep. The and target so must succeed on a, a saving throw or be frightened of you until the spell ends. And I do it just. <laughs> you say the words really scarily. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Just some way. I don't want to actually make him afraid of me because that would no. get my ass kicked very viciously. <laughs> I I end it like within a second, but just the you know when I say those words, and then I'll end the spell. Okay. Yeah. So he says and time this- flux, and for some reason, Vol, they sound. The word time flux just sounds terrifying. 
You have no idea why. Absolutely bone chilling. You're just gonna physically see Vol shiver. Um, and then Will's gonna be like, ugh. That was weird. Did you feel that? And he's looking at Twilight. And, uh, Twilight, being of moderate intelligence, let's see. Yeah, Twilight looks at you and then looks at Nox and does the equivalent of a little bit of a growl. I know, time rifts and stuff like that can be very scary. But he doesn't even like it at all, Vol. Uh, I say we just stay clear of it completely. But toys. Enough. We'll, uh, as a, we'll get to... As a player... Go yeah, ahead, go ahead. We'll get to... If we kill this dragon, we'll get to ransack a dragon's horde back door. How do you feel about that? Let's go. Let's yeah, and Grosive also lands and flies, uh, lands on the ground oh, next no. to you. Oh no, Craven, why, did I give you an Everstone? Why are you Grosive now? Sorry, Craven. What the hell is to you? Oh, you evolved. He evolved again. <laughs> Your exact thing that flew away before now flies back to you. <laughs> what? What's that? Jeez. Uh, oh, uh, Magdor, meet It's Craven. almost as tall as you, Magdor. <laughs> Did he eat Krosiv? Uh, no, that, that is Krosiv. Krosiv evolved. Like my hand. Yeah, both both made out of metal. And I'm like gonna like tap on Craven and hear dong dong nope, as nope. like it's just a metallic sheen, it's just a bird. <laughs> and it goes like I this and minor, kind of reels to you. I will minor illusion the sound of a dong. The first time it just sounds like ah fuck. Uh dong. Yeah, there you go. Uh and Cal looks How did at you, you confused. Magdor's gonna get excited. How did you... Where did you get... It's made of metal, and he's gonna start just preening uh, Craven. Just feathers. Feathers. All feathers. The, Flesh and bone. Feathers. None of this is metal. It just... It, it looks like metal. Magdor oh, loses that's... interest immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it, it activates it as a, uh, a defense th uh, feature. Oh, don't say that. Whenever it's in... <laughs> Don't say that. He's just gonna smack and if the you if you lay a, a hammer or a weapon on my bird, so help me. But but defense. Uh, you never heard of iron defense? It's it's a great strategy. And the bird pokes your hand because it wants you to stop touching it, Magnar. Uh, gonna pull his hand back. He's like, Magdor, remember we're, this. <laughs> We're a week out from my village. It's oh, good. no, it's... he's talking in third person now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm yeah. following full. Like, I'm gonna, as Magdor, like, turns around, I'm gonna cast message one last time and go, Samuel will remember this too. Oh, he turned around and walked away. You don't even have to make the stealth check. Your hand says that, Magdor. As you guys see me walking away, you just see me petting the hand. Petting it. <laughs> cool. Now, you can always make the stealth check if you want to make sure that Vol doesn't see, but if you're like, Vol's probably going to see, but Magdor's not looking, you can just do it. 
like, I'll look uh, around, like, as I'm saying it, just kind of like, tee hee hee, but then I'll see Vol immediately, like, clock eyes on me the moment my mouth starts moving. Uh, and then, like, I kind of, like, falter when I say it, but I kind of commit to the bit. But when I realize he hasn't done anything by the second time, yeah, Vol's going along like, with this. So you're only hiding it from Magdor at this point. At this point. Just I for love now. It. Wonderful. So you guys, uh, leave Mirbar. Did you not want to snag uh, snowy horses or whatever, or do you just want to do this on foot? Magdor doesn't like horses. Magdor doesn't like boats. Magdor. Oh, like the only ponies. thing Magdor really like. <laughs> um. Okay, a mechanic. Would we be able to obtain horses that would survive going all the way up to like the spine? Uh, yeah, you could find horses that, or you could, you could, they're a little harder to control, and, or I guess that they're harder to, they are harder to tame, so they're more expensive, but you can get tamed yaks. Yaks will absolutely survive the journey, but they're like 50 gold apiece. Hmm. 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 This is a rough one. Um, I think Vol's going to suggest if the conversation comes up, Vol would want to go on foot now. Because, yeah, I think thinking as uh, the the hunter that Vol is, having a horse means more, like, visibility, and especially if you're going up against a dragon and trying to get to the village. Vol wouldn't want to risk it, but then it also comes down to how the two of these, uh, like, uh, like, Nox and Magdor would travel. The vault's gonna be- before we, like, officially leave the village, vault's gonna go. Would you prefer horses? Or something else to getting up to my village? Uh, did- did you take a horse down? When you left? No, they, we don't have horses in the village, they just exile you and I just walk down. But then, I mean, it would- you know the footpath, then I don't know how well you know the path that we take by horse in case we gotta travel with divergence, if you will. Hmm. I'll, I'll prefer to travel with two feet on the ground, thank you. Uh, uh, Alright, let's, uh, let's carry on then. You guys have, uh, I've got about 30 days of rations with me. You guys have your, uh, gear for the cold oh yeah yes you, you see like five percent that is my face essentially <laughs> and the rest is this giant yeti cloak uh and maybe like the staff sticking out next to my cheek or something like that and then vol's gonna turn to twilight what about you how are you with the cold mm, that's your <laughs> twilight does not go mm. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can communicate like a human? Wow. Ha 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 You're funny. Um, I know. Wow, it speaks it's common too. That's amazing. It's probably going to have to... It's probably going to have to take shelter like inside your hood. Um, but that's probably all okay. that it would need. It's like yeah. you pull up your hood or like make some space for it inside of your cloak to stay next to your body. It's likely that a pseudo dragon in the worst of conditions would freeze out in minutes because they're okay. not uh, meant for that sort of weather. That they can deal with light cold, but when it's like that, 
they might struggle. I offer like a Leoman's tiny hut as I open like a tiny cloak, see if I can like lure this guy out of allegiance. Don't worry, we'll, uh, because also it is yeah, it's important to Vol's not wearing a cloak. Doesn't have to, so Vol's still in his like stud, like he's still like studded leather, sh- shoulders bare, like he's he's just hanging out. Vol is having a good time. It says he's finally back in his climate, um, but he'd probably have space in his backpack or with. Vol's gonna look at Nox and be like, "Well, um, worst comes to worst, you could hide in there if the weather gets bad." Okay. Yeah. Um, on we go, I guess. Get ready. It's not going to be the easiest. And then Vol's going to start moving. Because he knows the way, but as a player, I can't remember the way. <laughs> so Vol knows the way, so we'll let Vol lead. Oh, yeah. Do you know the way? Oh, we can't do that joke right now. And yeah, I follow. <laughs> you don't want to bring Knuckles into this? Oh, pandemics. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, great. So you guys make your way out uh, of Mirror Bar. Make shaves. Backdoor just <laughs> keeping the unrevered and everything there else, but everything in front. There we go. And he pulls it back up like a carpet. Wonderful. Uh, you make your way out of town, and um, so at this point, since you know the way, despite the fact that you know the way, it's a different time of year, and it's been years, so I'm going to have to have you make a survival check, um, <coughs> since you're the only one that knows how to get here. Hmm. 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 Nineteen. Nineteen. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the first, uh, the first day of tra- uh, first morning of travel is 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 uneventful, and you you feel like you're on the right path. You see some of the same, you know, natural landmarks that you look for on this, you know, what would either be the beginning or the end of your journey to Mirabar from your village. Um, and, uh, that's the, you track well for the first half of the day. Let's see the second half. I went for the natural one and like, you see Vol just suddenly do a 90 degree and walk right off to the path into pure wilderness. Um, 14. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you feel like you've tracked yourself to a place where you can, um, A, continue your journey and, uh, tomorrow and safely bunk up for the night um i want you guys to choose one two three four or five six five six one two three four wonderful all right um so what's your watch schedule like as you bunk up in um there's a little thicket that surrounds a small cave that provides space for you to light a small fire, not worry about the light getting out too much, um, and some food, be safe for the night. What is your watch schedule like? I feel like Nox would, with their night goggles, would probably be best suited for anything that's during the night. So I would probably either be second or last. Right. Same with my dark vision. The vol's going first. All right. Vol, you're up first. Go ahead and make a perception check. You have dark twelve. S- dark vision? No. You have disadvantage then. Twelve. Twelve. Great. Yeah. Nothing goes on. Uh, a few little critters run by. Who's second on the watch? 
It's up to you. I'll let you pick. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll go second just to get my fear out of the way here. Uh, I will also do a perception check, which I am not proficient in. I have a plus one. Ooh. But I, I did roll a natural 20, so I got a 21 on my perception. Okay, did you make the check with disadvantage? No, because I'm wearing my nighttime goggles or night vision. Still causes you to have disadvantage. Disadvantage on perception checks. It's in darkness. You see as if it's dim light. So you still have disadvantage. You can't, but if, you can make them. If you don't have dark vision, you can't even make the perception check. Oh, oh, okay, Glenn. Uh, whatever you say, sir. I got a three. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing goes on. It seems like a pretty, a pretty calm, nice mountainous evening. And now, Magdor, you're last. The Magdor's gonna take out the iron coins. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's learned his lesson for last time. You hear Volum like, no, sparkle, sparks. No! <laughs> so you said even with uh, night vision, I have to roll at disadvantage? Or dark vision? Yeah. I rolled okay. a one. Yes. Do you have your hand in or your axe in? I, I, I haven't taken my axe out. My axe is in, my hand's on my shoulder. Okay. Yeah, um, when you wake up to, when, when Nox wakes you up, you realize that your hand is not where you last left it. It's moved its way into your bag, despite the fact that it was on your shoulder when you went asleep, or on your chest. Then, like, my, my bag or my pouch? Uh, like your pouch of holding, yeah. Okay. It's in your pouch. Alright. I won't... Yeah, it's a magic hand. It can do whatever it wants. I kind of yeah. panic and, uh, for a second, and then I find it in there, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then it moves, and it, as if it has eyes, it looks up at you from inside the bag. And climbs out and moves onto your shoulder without you thinking about it. It's gonna pet it. Good hand. And then it, like, nuzzles you and knocks. You see it nuzzling him, but you kind of assume that it's he's doing that. He's making it nuzzle him. Because obviously he's been controlling it this whole time. What the fuck? Cole is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so your watch goes by without an issue. It seems as though uh, this place was very safe. Uh, your... Your guider and tracker found a safe place for you guys to bunk up for the evening, and you wake up in the morning uh, ready to travel for the next day. Let's see if we continue uh, safely towards the village. 26. Nat 26. 20. That was good enough that you cover the morning and the afternoon. So that's how I'm doing it. If you get a 20 or higher, then you're able to track for the full day uh, without Nat having to roll 20, again. baby. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and you make your way uh, once again to another safe spot to lock yourself down for the evening. Um, and uh, towards the point you've you've spotted where you think you want to go, um, and it's going to be a good safe spot, and um, a familiar face greets you coming from the mountains. And you Sparkle see Sparks. Brandon you doing here? with his cart. And he says, Oh, you again. Hello, gentle friends. Oh, man, how'd you even get up here? Oh, Brandon. I go all over the place. I'm everywhere. 
Why are you here? Oh, I just came from the north. Figured I'd make my way there eventually. Is he wearing a okay. cloak? Is he wearing a cloak? Like, oh, something warm. Yeah, he looks okay. he looks comfortable. He even even his donkey has like like a like a donkey poncho. It's like a nice big blanket. It's covered in snow, but you know that's keeping the snow from being on the donkey. So he's gonna look at in the uh, pocket for any fun items. Always. I found some uh, things. Let's before before we get carried away. We were we were gonna camp out. I don't know if you'd like to. Oh, of course. I was just about to make camp, but usually I just go in my box. That's awfully convenient. I wish we had well, a I mean, box. Leaves, leaves the donkey to fend for himself, but he's he's quite the beast. <laughs> Where are you going to camp? And then Vol's going to point at the location you described. Ooh. Safe. I'll follow you. Time. <laughs> I'll, I'll whisper over to, or Knox will whisper over to Knox. Dude, Knox will whisper over to Knox. Yeah, Knox will whisper <laughs> over to himself. Just audibly enough. I so mean, that makes sense Volk for Knox echoing. <laughs> Just echoes. Internal monologue that uh, I'll cast message over to Vol as well, just to give him a little extra taste. Yeah. Vol, he, he, dude, you he, know he's a wizard, right? He's a, a wizard. And? <clears throat> He's... As somebody, yeah, yeah, Vol not being trained in our, like, our kind of whatsoever, he doesn't understand the, the animosity sorcerers and wizards usually have for each other. All that Vol sees here is an elderly person who could be of possible help in keeping an eye out. Just on their travel. I see toys. <laughs> Magdor? Uh-huh. You had your kid's meal today. No no toys. Mom said after I ate all my chicken nuggets, I could have my toy. Uh, What's a chicken you said nugget? Chicken nuggets? I'm <laughs> proud of you. You may have one toy. I'm gonna run up to Brandon and be what, what do you have for us today? Oh, fuck. Why did I say that? Hmm. Now that we made camp, come into my emporium. And he opens up the box and just hops in. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look back and say, you guys need to check this out this time. Come on, it's it's really cool. I'll stay, I'll stay, I'll, just... I'll keep watch out here. For now, at least. Mm-hmm. And you hear from inside, boring! Let the, let the dragon keep watch. And the big metal crow, come inside! You okay See, with that, Twilight? I told you he's... He's made out of metal. And it, then Raven, it flies up keep... to like the cave wall and just like settles on a rock that sits off and just looks around like a gargoyle. Craven, I know you don't have really much of a soul and you're just a face spirit, so you don't have much feeling beyond any of the ones I generate for you, but could you do a better job than that dragon and try to keep a watch? Twilight. Ah! Good. Thank you. And uh, Volt's going to lead the way in, and as he does, he's going to look back and knock and say, his name is Twilight. And then Volt's going to go down. And then I'm going to get to uh, the box. I'm going to look back and say, you think Craven's big enough to eat him? now. Walk down. 
I'm gonna telepathically tell Craven to uh, occasionally give a look at uh, at the pseudo dragon. <laughs> Just watch it clack its beats. And I, I see will all? close. I'll close the door behind me. Locks up. This is like me going ready to the to Shadow Temple for the first time. Want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I the have escape that. Escape room. I can do that. Oh no. no. Yes. No, it's not working. Yes. You want to play yes. a game? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna like. Okay. Yes, 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 yep. No. I'm gonna like hurry down the stairs and kind of like push wool. Like, let's go, let's go. Come on. All right. Yeah. Don't, so you make your way down me. the spiral staircase. And last time it wasn't a spiral staircase, Magdor. He's upgraded it. Oh, he Magdor and doesn't instead remember. Instead of it being the size of an indoor football field, it's like four times bigger, and it's just full walls to walls, like 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 uh, the treasure trove inside the Cave of Wonders amount of piles of stuff. Um, Did this and he motherfucker says, loot the dragon sword? Look what's up here! All these things. I just ah. Uh, I traded an old man for his fortune, and I gave him another hundred years of life. And he gave me everything he owned. Apparently, life is worth more than mountain? all the riches you can find. Magdor's just crying. <laughs> oh, don't cry. Come now. It's so find beautiful. something you like. Find something interesting. All of it is in my brain. So, what do you want? I'll, I'll let I don't them know go first. Actually. And then Volt's gonna kind of like lazily wander around. He's gonna be when uh, Brandon says that he's like, I don't really want anything, or at least I don't know what I need. Volt's just looking around. I don't know what you. Want. A second pseudo dragon. <laughs> A whole army of pseudo dragons. You see Volt after three years. Volt disappears, comes back. He's just being like flown in by like six pseudo dragons <laughs> on each arm. <laughs> Like that scene from Mulan where it just shows Bull walking over the edge of the oh, snow, but then hundreds of pseudo dragons start to follow behind him as the Huns. Oh my gosh. Um, cool. Yeah, so you wander around. Are you just looking around at different things? Looking around at different things, seeing if anything uh, catches my eye, but I'm not looking for anything specific. I guess that's hey, uh, Roll a D100. Yes, sir. And Knox is having, tr uh, they're a little bit nervous. They're debating whether or not to pull out the fragment of the Staff of the Magi. Uh, they're 50-50 on it right now. Um, I rolled a 94. For real? Yes. No, just kidding. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, yeah, yes, for real. What? Lenny pulled blue screen? No, I'm what? here. What, did I just pull a Vorpal sword? Conveniently? Hello? Hi? It's not like... Being a butt. A Vorpal being butt? Mmm. being a <laughs> super... You, you can super butt stop people with a 5% chance of decapitating <laughs> them in the process. Uh, I'll smack them once <laughs> with my sword, smack them twice uh, again with my ass, and then smack a third time with my sword. Because I can't. Clap them cheap. <laughs> um, what you find is something that it's like it looks initially like just like a pick like like a 
like a mining pick, and then you realize yeah. uh, after it kind of catches your eye for a moment um, that it is probably more than that. It has a, like elaborate markings and stuff on it. Um, it has no rust or corrosion. It's in immaculate condition, um, and it it's a war pick of great beautiful design and he's it and as you're kind of perusing because you just said you kind of wandered around you hear a voice um as he's next to you and he's he's flying on a magic carpet he's been following of course you he is. just flying around above you guys <laughs> of course he, he says oh iron fang mm. oh what is oh, iron fang what does it do iron fang the DM does not want you to look up Iron Fang, so you don't get to find out anything about it until you find out whether or not you get the item. Boom, oh. bitch! I'm asking. I'm asking as I just, I just saw you Sunday, type, Sunday, and I was making Sunday. sure you're not looking up Iron Fang. Um, he says, oh, it was a part of conflict that went on here. Some elemental princes tried to take over the Earth, uh, and one of the priests of said elemental princes left this behind, and I found it. Will it, will it kill things? Wait, no. Uh, let me. Would this be good against a frost giant or a dragon? I think it would be good against pretty much anything. It has a piece of Ogremak inside. A spark? You know of Ogremak? Vol wants to sound smart, so he's gonna say yes, yes, of course. Wonderful. You understand the Prince of Evil Elemental Earth? A piece of it, the power mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. is contained in Ogremok is inside yes. of this, which is why it's such a ah. item. See. You can dominate monsters, you can speak Terran, if you come to attune to it, but I am afraid it is quite a steep cost. What's What kind of cost are we talking? What can you give? Uh, Volt's gonna pull out, um, his, his rusted ancient Val Nugoni dagger. And mm. I hold it up and like, this is a, this is a piece of my heritage. I need dagger. This is something you should leave on your person. Do not trade this for Iron Fang. No. Gonna Spend put some it back. time with this dagger. I believe it will benefit you. Hmm. Beyond I this, I would feel I've... bad if I took that dagger for this simple war pick. Well, you just As said a piece it had of an the elemental piece... god. Piece of an <laughs> elemental. Are you telling me than power? But some things are more important. Sure, I have nothing else except for these <laughs> bracers and these boots and then this sword. And he's kind of trying both outside the sorts. of the box. I'm, I'm not gonna walk you up my behind dragon. him. Oh no 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 well, no no no! That dragon is its own thing. It, it's its own entity. It chooses to follow you because it admires you. You do not own him. What do I have to trade then that I might not know that I have? Hmm. You know what I think may be valuable for you. Ha. All three of you, come here. 
Magdor's gonna run. And he run. flies away, and he just gestures for you to follow him, but he flies off through the craziness, but you can hear him. He's like, follow my voice! <laughs> Nox has been, like, moving treasure out of the way to find a corner to hide in all this time. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> they just well, look over this... <laughs> Um, sorry, well, Nox was doing, I was gonna say, Volk got a little excited, so he's gonna go find Nox, and then Nox is trying to find a corner, and he's just gonna get yoinked. <laughs> Volk's gonna pull him along. Ah, nice and safe. Ah! <laughs> Dodge! Ah! And Magnus Come, he running. summoned us. <laughs> I know he summoned us. Uh, he, he's a wizard, he can summon stuff. You could summon Good things, too. I can summon a turkey. Well, that's something. That is something. I shouldn't undermine Craven's value. He's a... He's the fourth member of the team. Listen, he's brought fingers person. to us that have led, dwar- uh, like, Magdor on a... On a, uh, um, uh, on a tangent of a tracking quest, so... Magdor, as they're running he's along, st- pulls the finger out of the bag. He's like, I still got it! And puts it back in. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yes. <laughs> The uh, the sigil of whatever the name of our group is. Backdoor and friends. If we do that, I'm gone. Anyway, I I catch up to Brandon. We're business associates at best. Um, cool. So you arrived there, and I'm being hung by my collar. Like <laughs> I went to like the fetal I position. <laughs> And then I'd put you down, like, gently when we get there. Okay. All right, wonderful. And he's settled uh, in, uh, landed his carpet in front. uh, He's landed his carpet in what looks like an office that has been built into a, a small open space. So there's several bookshelves. And the carpet, when he lands, it sets in a place where it, like, fits. And there's, like, a coffee table. And, um, he says, on this shelf... There are several manuals, librums, things that can help make you stronger. Also, because you took such interest in, and he kind of does like a magic thing and pull and makes Iron Foe appear into his hand. Um, Iron Fang. What's Iron, Iron Fang? Foe Iron Fang, not Iron Foe. Iron Foe is a different oh, thing, God. also he, very legendary. He's named it. And he says that I, yeah, since you took interest in this, my boy, I figured you might be interested in this. And he points to, and he does another thing and pulls out, like, an interesting-looking spear that's uh, quite cool. Um, and then pulls from behind himself and pulls out a trident. And and he says, these are the three weapons I have been able to locate from these princes of elemental evil. Now, it seems as though you may have the other one. And then Vol's going to pull out his dagger. Look at him I just and look at the dagger. I would simply have to remove a sort of magical skin that is meant to protect it from being noticed. Bull's dumbfounded. He has no answer. He has no response or can't say anything. Oh, so you don't know how to do this. He's full of shit, Bull. Don't trust him for a second. Magdor's just bouncing. So... I have in front of you several magical weapons. If you are willing to give something up, I will remove the scales that protect this magic item from being discovered. 
Uh, but uh, no, obviously, uh, no. it's the same as giving you a magical item, so it would require something of value. Oh uh, no! Oh uh, no! Oh uh, no! What if he promises to give it to you when he dies? Ooh! Wonderful! I would agree to this. Pending that you do not make yourself immortal. I'm sorry, as as <laughs> all of this is comical. Oh yeah, sure, we'll agree to you giving that to me if you die, as long as you don't make yourself immortal. Sure, I wouldn't mind Kratos. Alright. Plus the addendum, <laughs> if he does become immortal, then it's immediately yours. Transfer of ownership. Yes, It'd I can actually cast a spell on it that will make it teleport to me if you die. Vol's just kind of looking around with this dagger still in his hand, and he's holding it by the blade, too, so it's upside down, and he's holding it by the tip. He's looking at Brandon, uh, and then he's looking at Nox and Magdor as they're de negotiating for him. Um, and, like, I'm looking at him saying, like, vulgar things, because I do not like this wizard. It's like, it's he's gonna give you a blowjob, but then he's gonna steal your balls. It's not worth it. <laughs> um, Vol's gaze doesn't linger on Nox ever too long. <laughs> um, mostly going back and He's gonna give you a blowjob and then steal your ball. <laughs> and then Vol's gonna okay, look done. at <laughs> episode titles that can never be. <laughs> oh um, my god. Vol's gonna look at Brandon and finally say, "If it has, Vol's." Vol Volt's never been like distrusting or trusting of Brandon Nestle's have been very neutral because he's never been given any reason to like not believe this old man. He doesn't seem like he seems evil or smells evil or whatever. Um and Volt's gonna say, uh If it has for a deal like this, if it has to go to Subway, at least you would be fine, I think, and Volt's gonna hold it hand it out to him. Wait, so you're agreeing? Yes. Wonderful. And he says, just set it here on this coffee table. Paul puts it down, and as he puts it down, he says, the fate of my village is more important than this going back to somebody from, you know, with my family name. Where did you find this dagger? At a little, uh, a little shop down in Mirabar that they collect trinkets run by two wonderful two people, Mud and Garvin. I think that those were their names. They said they found it in a dragon's hoard. Close by. And you say that this is a dagger of your people? Yes, and then Vol's going to point at the symbol. That's the symbol of uh, the Val Nugoni tribe. Well, it seems as though apparently this priest, when they made this, this is called Tinder Strike. It seems hmm. as though when they made Tinder Strike, they took a dagger that was ancient from your people then. Interesting. Um, Probably wonderful. of, uh, most likely of also of dwarven make to some extent. That's where we source hmm. most of our weapons. Fair enough. Their forges are second to none. So, basically there is a thing called Nistel's magic aura that can make magical items seem non-magical and if you cast it on it long enough it will make it permanently seem non-magical. So all I have to do is dispel that. And, woohoo, there it is, Tinder Strike. Um, and he puts his hand over it, and a little bit of a glow comes from underneath it, and you see it begin to, like, crack a bit, like, as if there was actually some sort of, like, carapace or skin directly on top of this. 
and it removes, and you see a dagger with the same Val Nugoni symbol, but it curves a little more. It's almost kind of comes out of it. It seems fluid for a moment instead of just being a regular dagger. It opens up a little bit with a gold hilt, and it's got a gem on the, the haft, like at the bottom of the handle. Um, a green gem, or sorry, red gem. And uh, in front of you sits a legendary magical item. Fully erect. And fully erect. So yeah, this thing is always warm to the touch. Uncommonly sharp. And he picks it up and like runs it along the stone floor and it just cascades sparks. Um, and, uh, and then he stabs it into some wood and uh, you can see the blade now smoldering red hot. Um, and he flips it, spins it, sets it on the gra- on the back on the table and says, while you use this thing, you are uncommonly good at hurting people. So be careful. You can speak Ignan, you resist fire damage. Uh, you can dominate monsters on fire elementals. Um, but it will affect your personality ever so slightly. What? There goes your balls, full. I know. And what's got you? <laughs> He's got a copped. I mean, I'm there is. This is yours. You can choose to not attune to it. I just get it when you die. But in what way would it affect my personality? You may be a little bit impatient, rash. Some would say. Um. Mechanically, you would gain a flaw. Okay. This is Glenn, not not him. <laughs> you would gain a flaw that is, I act without thinking and take risks without weighing consequences. So um, basically, but it also uh, is an a, improved version it, of what Vol is already. Yeah, improved but is it such also, a harsh word here. It's a plus two to attack and damage rolls, and if you hit a target with it, it takes an extra 2d6 fire damage on top of the normal weapon damage. And does it have, uh, uh, it's a dagger, right? So uh, mm-hmm. normal throne properties as well? Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, you can actually cast Dominate Monster once per day on a fire elemental. And you learn Ignan and gain resistance to fire. As long as I'm attuned to it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is good. no. Sorry. You gain the... Fu- oh, okay. So if you're attuned and you're holding it, it says you gain the following benefits while you hold Tinder Strike. So if I'm, uh, but I'm so guess it, it's attunement. It, okay, cool. Um, and Vold's gonna gingerly pick it up from both sides and uh, look at Brandon and say, "Deal." Even though he'd already agreed I mean, to it, he's like reconfirming it basically. The deal was okay. Cool. Great uh, deal. That, that's that's what that. Yeah. Uh, now this does not change the fact that before it was Tinder Strike, it was a Valnugonian dagger. So, know that your family's legacy lives on through this, even if it does hold the spark of an evil fire prince elemental. And then Vol's gonna start doing some fancy, like, dagger flips to show off his dexterity, and then he's finally gonna grasp and, like, I need to ask my brother some questions now. Wonderful. Either, either this was lost to us, or they've not told me everything. Hmm. The plot thickens. What can I get you, friends? 
Magdor. I'm in another corner. <laughs> just hiding. You just see his face. Like, I'm a giant face. yeti cloak, and so you can only see the uh, my face anyways, but it's like... You see the fur kind of kinda like bristle up like a angry cat? Well, I can't seem to find Ox. Sorry. Uh, Mary, whatever you told him his na- your name was. But... <laughs> I uh, said a friend, but I, you're a fucking wizard, so I understand you probably have crazy ways of knowing my name anyways. I bet you Ooh, know what I, I am, too. I can see shape changes. I know that you're a changeling. God damn it. It's my glasses. They are better. They're for more than just seeing. They're for seeing. Okay, Boomer, can you see why Cinnamon <laughs> Toast Crunch is so good? Yes. It's just Fuck. fantastic. <laughs> uh, Magdor's gonna go so, to Brandon's desk. Oh. Mm, what do you need, Magdor? This... Should I ask for something fun, something useful, something progressive? Yes. <laughs> Magdor's just gonna stand there straight. No. Don't you want to have children? <laughs> um. Ooh. Who? Did what you do just you take what I said and took it to a literal level? Because if so, you're scaring me. Uh, I'm going to roll No, it, it sparked another idea for what he may ask for. Anyway. Okay. Um, Magdor is going to reach into his pouch of holding and pull out a piece of paper. And he's going to say, I, I found this page from a book. I was wondering if you had the rest of the book. Hmm. Is this the journal piece from yes. the, the Dwarven Prince that made, yep, Iron, or what was the name of that one? Uh, the uh, Acts of the Lords, Dwarven Lords. Acts of, of the, the Dwarven Acts. Lords. Acts of the Acts Dwarven, of the Dwarven Lords. Lords. Um, and he takes the page gingerly and then sets it down where the where Tender Strike was once sitting and says, Ooh. Where did you find this? In a box. I broke it. You have the broken box? No. It's 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 back in Neverwinter. He smacked oh. it really hard. The box may have contained more clues as to where to find more pieces of this, but until I have the box, I cannot find it. The box is the clue. The words on this page are wonderful, but they don't tell me anything about who made the box, where the box may have come from, what era... What's the box made? I can see Brandon's head, like, the gears turning, because he specifically studied the box or the remains of it to try to oh, find something. Uh, that, and so you could say, tell him information about it. I was going to say, I looked it over, uh, I didn't see anything remarkable, and then I broke it. Why don't you sketch the box out for me? And he pulls out a quill and another piece of parchment and sets the one aside that is the journal thing and says, don't write on this one. Right on this one. You know, I haven't been very good at sketching things out. Uh, we'll try. Last time I almost got someone killed. Okay. Hmm. You think about what it looked like. Touch my head. Close your eyes. Think about it. And he pulls his hand out uh, and picks up the pen and just like says, Oh, okay. Been a while since I've done this. Think about the picture. Think about the box. All right. All right. I'm going to think about the box right. and touch his head. So you're going to make a history check with advantage to remember all the details of this box. Oh boy, here we go. 
Here I go killing again. I rolled a nat 20. Awesome. He rolled an 18 <laughs> to translate Very said nice. feelings. Good job. So yeah, you think and remember every last detail of this box, and you two, who don't have your eyes closed or on a pen, see him. Well, I guess, Nox, you may be far enough away that you can't see this, but you do see them doing something. But, Vol, you see... I minor illusion binoculars to look like I <laughs> see what's going on. <laughs> so he sketches out this box from different angles, basically. In different... It's kind of like a, like a sketchbook of somebody, an artist working on, like, concept art. So they're trying to get all the different angles, and and uh, and uh, he says, "There we go," and you able to, and you feel kind of like that connection sever after about thirty seconds to a minute of drawing, and he says, "Ah, you you're a student <coughs> of dwarven archaeology, yes? I've dabbled. Okay, <laughs> I've together dabbled. we will look at this." And we will talk about where it may have come from. And I'm not going to dialogue all this out since you and I don't really know all that. Basically, he's going to give you the help action on another history check. Oh, I have to do another history check? Yeah, he's giving you the help action, which gives you advantage. Okay. So you're working together, putting your historical minds together to work on figuring this out. <laughs> I got another net 20. Awesome! Holy shit. <laughs> A one and in 400 together, chance. You come across the fact that deep underneath your home there are abandoned levels that were taken by the drow and abandoned after many many hundreds of years of conflict and even though you retook your home recently it's almost like the basement hasn't been fully claimed and that is where the prince forged the weapon and most likely where you would find the next step of this quest to find the Axe of the Dwarven Lords is underneath is going Frontal home. Grim. Magdor's Looks not like excited. We're all going home. <laughs> What's that? Magdor's only half excited. Oh, okay. Just a little pup tent, not a fully, yeah. like a 10-person. Like okay. <laughs> and he oh, says, wonderful. Uh, so metaphorically, if you okay. find this, I would love to see this Axe. If you find it, Obviously, I lay no claim on it, and we work together to find out the next step of this clue. But that would be wonderful. I would love to see it. I thank you for your help. You're very welcome. I think it's Nox's turn now. Oh, you didn't pay me anything for that, you sly devil. Well, it wasn't the payment that you get devil. to see it? Yes, that is the payment. You must let me see it. It prints out the receipt. Can we, can we do something fun? Why well, like fun things? When I get it, can you teleport me back here? Yes. And that reminds me, may I see Tinder Strike? And then Volt's gonna pull it out and present it to him. And he puts it back on the table and then pulls out some chalk uh, that's kind of like, like grayish blue. I guess is the best way. It's like a midnight blue, and he draws out some runes around it, and then he puts a few like components, little bits of seeds, and then like like uh, some like you see some spark powder in there. We would know as gunpowder, and a few things, and then he activates it all, and they all combine around it, and you see a small shimmer glow around it. And he says, "Great! Now, if you die, it will be teleported to me." 
And Vol's gonna take his understood, and now he's gonna, uh, conveniently, let's say Vol just has, like, a holster on his chest. Yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah, right there. Love it. The and now where's Nox? Does Nox want something, unless we wanted to do something fun first? Because, of course, I want to offer everything to my friends. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think Nox likes wizards. Mm, I'm not really a wizard. Kind See, of. See, he's not a wizard, Nox. You have nothing to worry about. Come, come. Kind, Nox kind is of? currently behind Brandon, though. Behind, oh. Stop scaring! Be a Stop scaring everybody, Knox. These people have What's not done anything. What's this fun thing you wanted to do? Did you want something? And he turns around and puts his arm around you, Knox. And he says, "What did you want?" And your friend wanted to do something fun too. The fun was to teleport me. Feel free to be me. your normal form. I would love to see your face, you know, as you are most comfortable. Unless this is your most comfortable form, please feel free. Token of good faith. Uh, Knox uh, is like. It's one of those things where uh, they're so intimidated at this point that uh, it's kind of like when a dog does a, uh, they pee on the floor out of being dominated, essentially. Uh, except in this, I'm not peeing. Don't, right. don't say no. No, you're not peeing. Uh, like, you I, said it's I, like I, when a dog pees. I assumed you weren't literally going to pee. <laughs> I, I'm like nervously being forced into my uh, natural form at this point, And I go, ah, aren't. Uh, Artificer? Art Artificer? Art yeah. There you go. Not really a wizard, oh. but kind of. No, you guys are great. I love you guys. Uh, the wizards, oh, yeah. mm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm consistently impressed with the work that Magdor does on his arm, which is part of the reason why I'm so willing to help you guys and give you fun things. I could keep all of these things. That's my job. Find things, categorize things, know things. Oh, speaking of but arm, and I'm going to... I feel like you do good in the world, so I should help you. Pull out my hand out of the pouch of holding. It's a wave hard to him. It wave. Nope. May I roll an wave. insight on his uh, statement? You can. It okay. does not wave. And he says, oh, you found yourself a friend. I rolled a uh, 17 on the statement. I'm just trying to do good in the world. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He seems to genuinely like you guys and want to help you. And he says, I think that you're... Mm -hmm. You seem to be connected to this... This, uh, this prince. Prince who? I'm looking over at Vol. The one who crafted the great axe. No, 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 no. Magdor. Magdor, you're a prince? Magdor's no, a prince? no, no, you're connected to the prince who made the axe. It seems Wait, as you're though. married to the prince? Connected. No, Nox. You. He says you might I'm be related Nox. to the, to the prince who forged the ox axe. Yes. Mm. This hand seems to be imbued by the spark of something very ancient. Something I remember from my days visiting his court. Mac, or sorry, Brandon, I'll have you know, I have no testicles. You may be hard to persuade me. Oh, I do not mean to persuade. I simply speak truth, and you can take it how you will. But there was a great golem that protected this prince. And when the prince disappeared, so did the golem. But I sensed the same spark in that hand. It might be a very useful thing to help find the axe itself. 
maybe the remains of its owner. He would be a hero among dwarves. Uh, a prince, one would say. Very possibly. Can, can I ask you a question? <laughs> of course you can. Because I'm wise, so I think about things like this. <laughs> what was the axe made out of? An ancient metal not seen in many, many, many years. And I'm going to just wink at him. All right. It all seems to be coming together, Mr. Todd. <laughs> and Magdor's going to put Now that we've helped all of our friends find something valuable and interesting to them, let's help our last friend do the same. And he puts his hand back around you, Nox. I sigh as, like, this is kind of like uh, the principal putting the hand around the student. Uh, not in trouble, like, they did How's something good. How's it going, good, fellow but... youths? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, fellow teenagers. <laughs> I'm going to pull out the fragment of the staff of, power, uh, of the Magi. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Eh. Where did you find I point at Vol. I just found Where did it you traveling around. You found that? You found a it's fragment of a staff of the Magi? Been many years. I'm not attuned to the arcane in any way, so it might be useful. So I picked it up. So, here's the thing. Uh, I have suspicions. Would you let me hold it? I understand that you're wary of me for some reason. You you hid around the corner for the last ten minutes. I want to make sure you know I'm not going to take it. I simply wish hold it. I I make my weird changeling sound effect with a little bit more anxiety. This ah. <laughs> <Just> Urkel. <laughs> And uh, I am going to temporarily surrender the uh, fragment of the staff to Brandon. And he lets it set in his hand and he closes it around it, holding it up in front of his face. He breathes rhythmically. And after about 40 seconds, he opens his eyes. And he says, this is not just a staff of the Magi. I could show you a staff of the Magi, and he hands the the fragment back to you, and he snaps his fingers, and a staff of the Magi appears in his hands. This is a staff of the Magi. That is the first staff of the Magi. The staff of the Arch Magi. If you're able to locate the other, it uh, looks like probably four pieces, you would be unrivaled in your ability to command the arcane arts. I may be able to give you some sort of an idea of where to go next, if Vol can tell me where he found it. <laughs> As I look over Pressure's on! Pressure's on! <laughs> I'm gonna make a history check to come up with some okay. bullshit place. <laughs> okay. I rolled I'm gonna a... let you... Yeah, what'd you roll? 
I rolled a net What's 20. That with disadvantage? Right. Where did you find it? Just tell me where you found it. In your backyard when um, you're making plants. Uh, well, you see, Brandon, found this uh, fragment in the Evermoors. Oh, Evermoors. Just to the southeast, yes? Yes. Wow. I know too much about Faerun. Cool. Uh, I would suggest going back there. There may be a clue that may lead you to the next piece. Uh, just for, just for context, uh, I got the staff, uh, as part of, um, my background, I know. right? I know. And then I just literally pulled up a map of Faerun, a high-res map that was so high-res that I just clicked on it, and the first place it zoomed on was the Evermore, so. Great. I love it. Yeah. Um, and he says, also, I would, if, if, are you continuing full, further north after today? I'm going south. Yes, uh, we're headed back to my village because we've got a dragon and frost giants attacking. So. Oh, yes, there is a conflict up there I was going to warn you about. A dragon that seems to be out of sorts. Uh, dr- giants that are not acting normally. But also, to the west, a little bit in the mountains, uh, but further north, there seems to be some sort of weird distortion. I would avoid it. Good. We're gonna go find to the west, there. did you say? Oh, yeah, are you talking? this guy knows what oh, he's talking about. Are you talking about the time flux thing that... Yes, they can be dangerous, they can be harmless, but more often than not, they are better Brandon to at this avoid. Point. <laughs> Why, did you know Him about and... it? Yes, and then Vol's gonna pull out the map. Oh. Who told you of this flux? Oh, the same people, Garvin and Mud. You might want to go pay them a visit. I think the two of all three of you would get along. Uh. Oh. Oh. You know them? Yes. I've not heard them by the names Garvin and Mud. Are they a, a surly-looking human with lots of bits and bobbles and a... And, a and an urgency, yes. Hmm. 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 Okay. I'm going to go to sleep now. Let's go up. Unless you want to ah. sleep in here. I, I want to sleep in here. I, 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 let me let me sleep in here, please. I like the cold, <laughs> so I'm going to go back up. I'm staring at that staff of the Magi, the fully formed one that Brandon has near him. and It's I, like, just I'm leaning looking... against like some crates now. It's so, so close, I could just lick it. So close, I, can almost... I will give it to you if you give me your piece and promise not to go after the other pieces. <laughs> Nox just explodes, takes 64 damage, and dies right there in the spot. <laughs> I, as a player, I don't want to get OP too fast, so I I want to I want to stick with something. this. <laughs> like this, well, more than the fragment. Oh, of course. Because obviously the fragment could take years and years to complete. But it could give you the first staff of the Magi. Unrivaled power. Oh, eh. Not for me. I don't need it. I just like to be around things. The staff is just a staff. The arcane exists as the arcane. But tonight we should sleep on it. And in the morning you can decide what you'd like to do. And with that, I put my bedroll right over the staff of the Magi then. I'm going to (laughs) literally sleep on it. (laughs) 
Sleep on it. Great. You're sleeping on the staff of the magic. That's where we're going to pause for the week. Good job, guys. Thank you. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Two Times Styler. You can find me on Twitter at LR the 11th All Letters. Find me at Zigzagoon. Wow. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Houston. Glenn with two ends. Houston looks like Huston. And on Twitch at Raisin. R A E D E T. Shell. We are a part of Casual Master Quest, a podcast network dedicated to giving you the video game news and tropes you deserve. You can find the show everywhere you can Google and on Twitter at CMQ Network. That was Nick. That was Brandon. That was Glenn. And this is Tyler. We'll see you next time where I probably get back problems from sleeping on one of the most powerful staffs in all of human and favor in history. But next week with another session of Casual Quest Masters. And don't forget to never stop the quest. All of them. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here, and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters.